This is South Florida Sunday. We thank you for being with us, and we'd like to welcome our next guest this morning, uh, Dr. Connor Delaney, MD, PhD, and CEO and president of the Cleveland Clinic Florida region. Dr. Delaney, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Ron, thank you for the opportunity to join you. I'm excited to. Well, we are glad to speak with you because we know that uh, American Heart Month is upon us, and we want to talk to you about that. And I guess my first question would be, why is American Heart Month? What is it, and why do we need to know about it? Well, so it's a really important month. In the U.S., we focus on different diseases every month. And this one's a really important one because heart disease is still the number one killer of Americans. And it affects more people than all forms of cancer combined. So the American Heart Month is a federally designated event. And it's become a really good way to remind us all to focus on our hearts and heart health. So at Cleveland Clinic, we use this month uh, and everyone nationally and the American Heart Association to bring awareness about heart health and to share how small but really important changes to lifestyle can have a big impact on overall health. And so the American Heart Association really wants to help everybody live longer. And with that, we can have healthier lives, enjoy all of life's precious moments, and that starts with taking care of your health. So together, and information like your show is really important, together we can build a culture of health where we make healthy choice the easier choice. Now, we hear the phrase quite often, heart healthy. Uh, What does heart healthy mean and why is it so important? Well, it's really important because your heart is a muscle, but it's the most important single muscle in your body. So your heart pumps the blood that carries oxygen and nutrients around your body. Every organ in your body needs oxygen to work. Your brain, your gut, your other muscles, and it is the key to functioning. And so even with that, heart disease is still the number one killer in the nation. And it actually probably affects most people in their lives, whether it's either them or a friend or a relative. That's how common it is. Common enough that literally every 25 seconds, someone in America will suffer a coronary event. And every 39 seconds, someone will die from heart disease or stroke. And that's really sad and really important for us to keep our heart healthy because we estimate that 80% of all heart disease is actually preventable. So what can we do to make sure we improve our heart health? Well, there's a number of things we can do. People think it's difficult, but here at Cleveland Clinic Florida, we've come up with a simple 30-day program to launch people on the right path. So 30 Days of Heart is a downloadable booklet that gives you 30 easy tasks, one each day for a month, to help you get back on track with a healthy heart lifestyle. So actually, fairly simple everyday things can have a positive effect on your heart and its health. Number one, eating healthy lowering salt and sugar intake, adding colorful fruit and vegetables to your diet. Number two, exercising more, walking, even just for 30 minutes a day. Number three, being aware of your blood pressure and cholesterol numbers and working to control them, ideally with an experienced clinical or physician team. And number four, stopping smoking. Smoking increases your risk of heart disease. And the good news is that it's never been easier to get information to lead a healthy heart life. So if your listeners visit 30days30days.heart.org, they can download the booklet and more detailed information. Now, 
Why is it so important to know what your blood pressure and why is it important to control it? Right, that's a super question, Ron. So the American Heart Association has guidelines to have a blood pressure that is below 120 on 80 millimeters of mercury. So what that means is that the blood in your body literally is getting pumped at a certain pressure. If that pressure goes up, it means your heart has to do more work and is more likely to get diseased. The challenge for us is that about a third of adults in Palm Beach County, so that's more than 400,000 people, or think of football stadiums, it's about seven times the number of people in a full Miami Dolphin stadium. Which we never see, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Not now, that's right. But over 400,000 people have high blood pressure, and many of them don't know it. So that's why it's so important to get your blood pressure checked by your doctor and then take steps to control it. So high blood pressure, because people don't know where the blood pressure is, is often called a silent killer. And there's no real symptoms of it. So you really have to get it checked and control it. Because if it goes on silently, it can increase your level of heart disease and then you can have a sudden cardiac event. So there are simple things, again, that people can do. Number one, see their doctor get it checked. And number two, make the small lifestyle changes that I was talking about earlier, like sodium in your diet is a particular one for high blood pressure. So you can check labels of processed food and make sure there isn't too much salt. Physical activity, again, smoking, again, limiting alcohol consumption. And in as much as possible, although it's difficult with the pandemic, mm. trying to reduce the amount of stress in your life. And mm -hmm. all of those things help. Now, you've mentioned heart attacks and you've mentioned cardiac arrest. Is there a difference? There is a difference. Think of a heart attack being a little bit like gradual engine failure and a cardiac arrest being a crash. So your heart, like any other muscle, needs oxygen to survive. The heart attack is when the arteries supplying the blood to your heart are blocked and your heart isn't getting enough oxygen, so it doesn't pump as well. A cardiac arrest is when the oxygen level stops enough that the electrical signal stops and your heart literally stops beating. So a heart attack causes the pump not to work as well. A cardiac arrest means your heart actually stopped. And so with both of these things, your heart's not functioning properly. It's not pumping blood properly. And when that happens, your lungs, your brain, and all your other organs don't function very well. But that's the simple difference. Are the signs and symptoms of heart attacks or heart disease the same in men and women? Uh, that's another great question. So generally, yes. But let me go through them because there can be some differences. Uh, between men and women. So the common signs and symptoms in men and women include, number one, chest discomfort. So most heart attacks involve discomfort in the center of the chest. It lasts more than a few minutes. It may come and go, and it feels like a squeezing, classically a squeezing pressure, fullness, or pain. Number two, you can get discomfort in other areas. Often it would be pain in your arm, your jaw, sometimes your back, or your neck, or even your stomach. Number three, you can get shortness of breath. That's largely because the pump isn't working so well, like we just talked about. And that can be with or without chest discomfort. Mm -hmm. And then you can get other signs, like a sweat, or nausea, or lightheadedness. 
So women and men, so they were the symptoms, women and men, the most common heart attack symptom is still chest pain or discomfort. But women are a little different. They're more likely than men to get some of the alternative symptoms like the shortness of breath, the nausea, vomiting, and the back or jaw pain, and not always the chest pain. So like anything, it's about awareness. So if you think you have any of these symptoms, whether you're a woman or a man, you don't ignore the symptoms, symptoms that might indicate a heart attack or even a stroke. And so at Cleveland Clinic, we've got standard protocols and safety measures at each of our hospitals to assess these symptoms and to bring them in. But the important, and to bring bring patients in and look at them and check them out. But the important thing is, if you're not sure, you get checked out. So don't die of doubt. If you're not sure, get checked out. And I think important to mention at this time of the pandemic is that it's safe to go to hospitals. Hospitals know how to manage the pandemic. And if you don't get this checked, people die at home. So it's really important to get these symptoms checked out. Well, our conversation up so far is a little bit grim. Can you give us some of your success stories, some of the particular patients maybe that you uh, stand out in your memory uh, at Cleveland Clinic, Florida? Well, I think uh, one of the things we're seeing daily in our work and success stories uh, are just the number of people who make it. Um, you know, we've got new technologies that help. Um, we actually at Cleveland Clinic are, are celebrating our centennial this year, 2021. And heart disease has been a focus of the Cleveland Clinic where the first coronary artery bypass was done many years ago. And so it's been a focus and an opportunity for us to help patients from across the world, across the nation and across Florida and Ohio. And so what I see that's really encouraging is that we've got so many hardworking and passionate caregivers who are experts around cardiac care and cardiac health who are driving, some, driving themselves to look after our patients. Uh, and we focus on those priorities um, of looking after, for this patient group, heart care, heart health, uh, and doing it in a very empathetic way, uh, looking after each, each individual. Can you tell us about your partnership with the American Heart Association? Yeah, I think that's a really important partnership. Again, as I mentioned, we've been uh, looking after cardiac care and pioneering in it for, for almost a century. And partnering with the American Heart Association, which is the largest funder of cardiovascular research in the country outside of the federal government, is critically important. The American Heart Association has a leading national role in educating patients and coming up with better treatment methodologies for patients with heart disease. And so us partnering with them is, is really important and something we're very passion, passionate about. Um, and so as time goes on with their expertise and them partnering with, with good groups like ourselves, we're able to come up with procedures that are more streamlined and less invasive, which helps our patients recover more quickly. And many of these have come from the American Heart Association Research Program. And so we feel it's really important for us to be at the forefront of these advances and, and partner and help them uh, do this for patients going forward. Now, you mentioned uh, briefly innovations in cardiac medicine. Can you tell us more about some of the innovations that you've seen over the last few years? Uh, the last few years has been really exciting, Ron. So there have been a few. So uh, I'll mention a couple. One is heart valves. So people have heard of heart valve surgery, and there's valves that help your heart as a pump function. 
Um, and when they become diseased, it used to be a big operation opening your chest to replace the valve. Mm-hmm. Now we can give them through little catheters or tubes that we insert through often a little blood vessel in the leg. And so there's no major incision. There can be a very rapid recovery, and we can literally replace a valve inside the heart. Some of the other technology uh, are things like um, remote sensors uh, that we can implant uh, inside the heart and inside the blood vessels. And these remote sensors send data wirelessly to allow us monitor our patients and make sure they're okay. And another really exciting one is uh, around uh, stroke. So many people who get a stroke have a, a heart abnormality where they have a problem with the heart rhythm and the heart doesn't pump properly, and you shed little clots from your heart that cause a stroke. So atrial fibrillation is one of those one of those conditions that can cause it. And now we can put in special little devices into the heart to block off those areas and stop those clots forming and reduce people getting strokes. So there are three huge technological advances that help help our patients, and it's really been a very exciting time for heart care. Now, where can our listeners find more information about all things heart health? Well, one of the best sources is the American Heart Association website, heart.org. That's a simple one to remember, and it's really the go-to resource. That website does a great job in making information easy for our patients to understand, while also giving tips on how to make lifestyle changes to improve heart health, including the things we mentioned, I'll reemphasize them, exercise tips, heart-healthy recipes, but it also has information on resources in patients' local areas, including CPR courses uh, in patients' local areas. And I'd end by saying, don't forget about downloading the 30 Days of Heart booklet at 30days.heart.org. Thank you so much for being with us here on South Florida Sunday and giving us up to date on what's happening at Cleveland Clinic Florida and the American Heart Association and what's going on with heart health. We thank you so much for being with us today.